Welcome, listeners, to the Dads with Nerdy Ambitions podcast official fantasy adventure, DNA TPK. Come with us on our weekly game of fantasy adventure. With my brother Joe and our friends, we go on quests of laughter, glory, and adventure. Hosted by our GM, TK, and brought to you by the Eldritch Foundry, we invite you to enjoy our epic tale and join us into the unknown world of fantasy gaming. Welcome to Zolver. This is the DNA TPK podcast. I am your oh man, just perfect DM. Throwing zip lines at you, leveling you guys up. I'm a great guy. Uh, I am your host. I am the DM, the GM, the daddy. Um, my name is Tyler. Let's go with Falinel. Something I don't know. Feta, Feta. It's Tyler Feta Keen, um, but it's spelled with a PH. It's cool. Um, and I am joined by Fox. Cleric with a with a little bit more direction this time. Michael. Alvin Timbers. Still fully traumatized. Steve. Tanaka, soul knife rogue. And I'm wearing my Alvin just like hardcore kill the guy going down a zipline shirt. And Joe. Captain Sigi Wanai, zipline freefaller, flush with cash, big baller. <laughs> uh, recap. You guys uh, arrived in Mor- Morris Torith. Uh, you guys were... At the top of this large volcanic crater, which housed the great city of Morstorth. Um, Brimen told you guys that the fastest way down and the easiest way down is to take the zip lines. You guys went to the zip lines. Uh, you guys purchased your safety harnesses to go. Um, there were three different uh, zip lines to choose from, uh, kind of varying in almost kind of like lethality uh like the rating of them um with one being uh thava's journey uh which is kind of more or less just it's a really long kind of slow descent um around the curvature of the bowl that is morris torith uh callie and tanak took that one and then the next one which was morris morris flight alvin took that one that one ended up being the worst one um, that one ended up being the worst one because he took a corner a little too fast and fully exploded um, a person. At the time, he did not know it was a <laughs> a felon, uh, a murderer on Avatar Death Row. Um, but he fully exploded through him, um, killing him instantly and taking bits and pieces of him with him, with Alvin, to the bottom of, to the gift shop, um, where he crashed into a wall and broke the coat of arms kind of right down the middle into three separate pieces. And Siggy took the hardest one, or what I thought was going to be the hardest one, um, which was called the Welby Underhill, named for the name of the person who had most recently died on it. Um, After that, you guys went into the gift shop. You guys purchased some well-needed armor for Alvin. Uh, He didn't have any armor up until this point. He got some really nice Avatar half plate. Um, And you guys got a discount um, with your just shenanigans with giving away a cannon that wasn't real and that powered down. And, um, And I believe it was Tanakh, you got studded leather um, which was a nice bonus to the AC, which gave, you gave your leather to Callie. Um, at which point you guys kind of didn't split up, but Alvin and Tanaki, you went to like this large government-looking building in the very heart um, of Morris Torith here, whereas all the buildings around you were made of like the very stone, like this ebon, like ebon stone obsidian rock that is like the walls of the crater here. Uh, This building was made of wood and typical stone that you would find anywhere. Um, So it wasn't carved into the ground here. Um, Callie and Siggy, you guys had a little bit of a talk about 
kind of what they your thoughts on what's going on with the current society and the emblems you guys found that kind of correlate to one another um and it kind of brought up a lot more questions than it did answers um but one thing is that it definitely kind of solidified your guys at least for now your guys's aligned goals um and you guys are now all met back up and you were all standing at the bottom of these steps that lead up to this large government building um and you see at the top of the stairs it's only about like 10 12 stairs you see Bruman uh with the civilians uh he has made it to the bottom here and he's been kind of awaiting your guys arrival to kind of escort you guys in here okay so before we like walk up to this guy who's been waiting on us i just want to put my hand on like alvin's shoulder and be like look i get it that was a messed up experience but like you're gonna have way more of those in in your life that's so don't worry i like trust me i i was in a cult for a while so that's called oh look there's a guy we were looking for let's go up and talk to him okay hi Bremen. hey what's going on ah oh, oh, you hey you went down Mora's flight Look yeah. at you. I accidentally killed somebody. Yeah, um, I have how a was that? Oh, it was terrifying and I hated every second of it. Uh, um, do you know what a cult is? Uh, he, he kind of looks to the other people. Did you guys get a picture? Better, we got shirts. Uh, Look at these. Uh, I'll give you 20 gold. I'll give you 20 gold. Well, no, you can have somebody else's. You're not getting mine. I'll uh, give you the picture if you want. Okay, tw 20 gold. I want the picture. Okay, here you go. I can only get to him. This is going on my icebox. All right. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, did you get, Tanak, did you get my keychain? I got your keychain. Here you go. Okay, thank you. Anyway, uh, Alvin, you had a question about something? Yeah, do you know what a cult is? Yeah, it's kind of just a group of crazy people, really. Group of crazy people that do we'll what? We'll tell you when you're older. Do they party? Um, yeah, they, they party. Fun? Some of them too hard. Some not enough. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, hey, weren't you looking for some people, uh, Alvin? Oh, <clears throat> right. Um, I need to talk to somebody because I need to head to Anticodal. Well, hold up. Um, yeah, I was going to escort you guys in. Uh, you, you guys, uh, the matriarch said that you guys had uh, kind of some dealings that you had to do with... Uh, the government here, the, the, the leaders here, um, they, they'll have some answers for you guys. We'll go we'll go and we'll do we'll get started there and we'll we'll figure out where we need to go from there. Okay, uh, come come with me. Uh, he turns around and he pushes open these large double doors, uh, and he walks in and you guys are in this very ornate looking hall. Um it's not very it's not what's the word? It's not like rustic looking. Like it's definitely very decorative um the stone is very smooth um kind of reflective almost like glass but you could tell it's stone it's hard rock um and it looks like all manner of different rocks were put together and because of the different colorings and the way that they were carved because you see a lot of symbols in the floor here like in this large open kind of room you see that are the three symbols that are related to the three uh, clans or families of the Avatar race, clan Baharush, Kembetul, and Praxonis. Um, and you see that there's like a hallway that kind of goes to the left, maybe down 50 feet, a hallway to the right. And then there's one that goes like directly ahead of you. And that one goes for about maybe a hundred or so. And then Brimen continues walking straight and the hall is dead silent, and your guys' feet kind of echo on this really cold stone as you guys walk past. And there aren't a lot of people in here. You do see a couple of guards. They're all avatars, all standing at attention with, like, large pole arms. And they don't, like, size you up, but they eye you. Um, um, Berman's like, oh, okay, come this way. Um, and he walks down straight the keeps going the way you guys are going and eventually he gets to another large set of like double doors um and he kind of turns to you so he's like okay so these are the heads of 
the clans, the family here. Um, now they are very kind of rooted in tradition. So, you know, kind of, they're not royalty, but be respectful. Um, and he's like, is there, are there any questions? Will they think I'm an avatar with my new armor? No. No, they won't. All right. Do they hate pirates just by any chance? No. I mean, okay. It's they're not really like that. As, as long as you don't, you know, try to hurt them or, or be disrespectful, they won't do. Just no, no, like straight off prejudice against pirates. No, no. Okay, then, then I should be good. Okay. Should I, um, should I bow? That is the polite thing to do. Yes. Okay. Um, but you don't have to. I mean. We do know that you guys are foreigners, so if you may not know our customs, but it is, it would help you. All right. Um, he's like, anything else? Uh, no, no. Uh, turns around. All right, here we go. Pushes the doors open uh, and walk in. And it's like walking in. It's a very cylindrical room or very kind of circular where you guys walk in and there's like, Maybe at one point there was somewhere to sit, but it's like you're almost in this kind of like, imagine like a really old time court looking area where you see there's this large circular open place and directly ahead of you, across from the doors are three large, almost look like thrones. They're very ornate and gilded. And then on either side of the left and right side walls are what maybe looks like maybe where like the jury would sit. However, Directly in front of you, um, in these three large chairs, all of them different colors, one gold, one blue, and one red, um, you see sit three avatars. Um, one of them is, like, she's, like, white-scaled, clearly um, a female avatar, um, but she is, like, huge. She's probably the biggest avatar you've seen and she is very muscular um and heavily scarred i mean she doesn't wear a whole lot in the way of armor and you could she it's almost like a badge of honor you could tell that she she is showing off her battle wounds um she clearly has seen combat in on more than one occasion and kind of like leaning up against her chair is this really tall like wooden cudgel with like iron studs embedded in it and this is like almost as tall as you, Siggy, this weapon itself. Um, and then the chair next to her, wearing the colors of Clan Kembatool, is an extremely, probably the oldest looking avatar you've seen up until this point. Um, he is male. He is blue scaled. Um, and he is like, you could tell just by his posture, he is bent with old age. I mean... Everything about this avatar screams elder. Um, he has long flowing blue robes and he has like a cane that he kind of like holds on. And he's like, he's like constantly like in a state state of like shaking of like just pure like weakness. Um, and he, go ahead and give me insight checks if you guys don't mind. Four. 17. 17. Three. With the two 17s, this avatar is very stressed. Um, you can't be sure what about, but just the, his his mannerisms. Um, something is definitely bothering him. Um, and then the last avatar um, is another female avatar, um, red scaled, um, also with the red tabard of Clan Baharush. Um, and you know that Clan Baharush is the one that are, is known for its magical ability. Um, this is clearly, of the three, the youngest of the avatars. She looks like she's maybe your age, Callie. Maybe like a few year, maybe like a few years older, but very young um, for the positions here. Um, you can tell that she's very fancily dressed. Um, and she holds a staff, um, clearly probably her arcane focus. Give me perception checks, Callie and 
city because they're the only ones who recognize it. And the staff that she is holding is a gem that is extremely similar aesthetically to the one in your pocket, the one in the in the black case. Um, however, something is a little off. Like when you first looked at the gem in the box, you had that like kind of almost sensation of being watched. From this one, you get no such feel. Um, and the eye is like, or not the eye, but the gem is like kind of wrapped around this almost like it looks like brambles like the the top of the staff is wrapped around it and like holds it um and the gem looks extremely similar to the one in your pocket um and that kind of stands out to you so at which point bremen walks in and he is kind of escorting you guys in um he goes to the kind of like what would be the center of this room and he gets down on one knee and he clutches his right his uh left left arm to his chest and he kind of bows his head in respect um and he says elders i i, I bring to you the outsiders who were all were aboard the surf drake when it was attacked um they we believe that they may be able to help us and we may be able to help them please i would i i ask you hear their pleas um at which point you see the elders kind of shuffle in their seats um, and they have your attention. Uh, I'm going to Deep bow curtsy. like, yeah, just like he did. Siggy doesn't bow, but like he thinks he sees like a copper on the ground. So he's like going to reach down to grab it. Oh, it's just a rock. Um, I am going to bow, th- bow the same as them and just say hi, friends. Okay. Um, you see, I'm going to roll for Instantly, the oldest, the blue avatar, the one that looks um, almost like a priest of sorts or um, something like that, he instantly looks to you, Siggy, um, like immediately. However, um, he does, he does, he's not looking at your face. He's not making eye contact with you. Um, he is looking just at you in, in general. So, do, oh, sorry, do I see this? Yes. you fool. Like, I, I noticed it. Instantly, like I'm gonna like slowly bring my my right arm to clutch like the box in my jacket, and then bring the left arm to clutch the key. So I'm just like sitting there, cross armed, like kind of like squinting at this guy, eyeing him. Like, what are you looking at me for? I remember the last time I saw that jacket, boy. What do you know of this jacket? Well, tell me. Where did you get it? It was given to me by a friend. Tell me, did you? Was this friend? Was he a drow? Was he a dark elf? He might have been. What do you know of this drow? Well, I was there. You were there for what? When when he saved our hides. Here? Like, he, he came here and saved you? Yeah. So you're very familiar. Dread Pirate Wilds. My former captain. I, I, I never knew his name. It was 120 years ago. Oh, my. I was... That was uh, way before my time, but I suppose you'll be saddened to know that, um, unfortunately, Wilds has fallen. That is sad. If it weren't for him, us avatars wouldn't be here. That doesn't surprise me. He's a very great man, very powerful. So, if he has so much influence, can I ask you a question? Of course. Are you familiar with a set of keys? Like like these? And he like pulls like a ring of keys uh-huh. off his belt. No, no. It is too special to be on your keychain. It is a very special key. Um I assume Wilds would have kept it close to him. Have you heard of the Iron Rose? Ah uh, yeah, this is a pirate ship or something. I don't know. Yeah. Not just the ape pirate ship, the greatest pirate ship. All right, cool, cool your chest there. Listen, kid. Well, are, are you familiar with the iron petals then? No, I don't. What? No. Uh, you know Wilds, but you don't know anything about him. Well, okay, first off, he showed up to the island when we were getting attacked by the lizard folk 120 years ago, all right? And then he, he and his partners went in and they went, they went and killed their leader. Oh, Yukata, and because of that, 
the wizard folks disbanded and they all started fighting over who was going to be next in charge. And thus, they didn't fight us anymore. They saved us. And this happened here? Where, where, where exactly did this happen? Well, this was on the southern part of the island. I believe my friend also has some business on the southern part of the island. Wh wh who? who? What? This little boy right here. Me, friend? I'm not a boy? I'm a man. Ah. You, you're right. From this day on, you are a man now, Alvin. He got his first kill. We are so proud ah. of him. And then you see, um, the, the white, the white scaled avatar. Hmm. Ah, oh, you, you, you went and rode Morris flight, huh? I wanted to be a you dragon. You killed one of those nasty things, huh? One right, of those criminals. Very traumatizing. Ah, oh, good kill. Good for you, Thank kid. You. Thank they you. Had a, I'm he on had a shirt it coming. Now? You shouldn't have been caught, right? You shouldn't have been caught. Mm -hmm. sure. That's what he. That's what he got. Got a little right. gnome right through his chest, huh? Mm -hmm. I you was going really fast. Yeah, I bet, I bet you were. Man, I hope it was painful. I hope you made it last. Mm -hmm. It was pretty quick, and then I slammed into a wall. Yeah, that well, it wasn't nearly as hard as you know him. He got hit harder than you. Yep, that's true. Probably sl slowed me down a little bit. Uh, probably. So he um, kind of saved your life, if you think about it. Yep. Uh, life for so, a life, huh? I don't like this conversation. Do you know uh, how to get on, to... Come on, kid. All right, all right. Uh, the old man um, takes over. Well, all, right, well, all right, well, what do you want, little buddy? What, what do you want, little now? Um, I'm not that little. Also, hey, you're, you're pretty little from down from up here. Right. Um, but not that little. All anyway, right, right, right. what do you want? Um, I like that the old man talks like Elvis. <laughs> do Do you know how to get to Anticodal? An Antisocial? To To Anticodal? Right, Why do you want to go to Anticodal? I think my friends are there. Where? Who are your friends? Um, other gnomes that have these, and I show my runes. They've okay. been going crazy, uh, and they had dreams of an island, and I think they went here. Um, at the at the sight of you showing your runes to everyone, you see the the leader of Clan Praxonis and Baharush. They kind of stiffen and exchange glances, like like they know there's more. Th something's up. Um. Um. But the um. Kimba Tool, clan leader. Uh, he keeps going. Well, yeah. I mean, we we've heard about these gnomes going crazy. Uh, I mean, are you one of them? No, I'm not crazy. Okay. But why are you? What are you trying to do? Well, we've all been cursed, and I think they were brought here for some reason or another. So, I think. This island has something to offer, and I might be able to help get rid of the curse. At which point, the leader of Clan Prexonus um, speaks up. Mm, our scouts indicate that your friends, these other gnomes, almost are volunteering. They're like working with the Lizardfolk. That's because I think they're being controlled in the brain. You got any proof Luckily, this? my brain, my brain is very fortified, so I don't think they can get to me. I think I'm too smart for that. Okay, so do you got any proof of this? Of this mind controlling? Uh, no, it's just a kind of hunch we had because, you know, all the gnomes started going crazy at different times and then they were all dreaming about the island. So why would they dream about the same island, you know? And then they all come over here. And I, now I got to find them, bring them back. So uh, what are you trying to... So you want to go to you want to go to Anticodal? Yes. You know it's dangerous, right? Right, but I I can handle it. I I don't, kid. I don't think you can. I have I have my friends. Okay, so so here let me let me tell you, Anticodal. It's not in a single it's not in a single place. It's always moving. Anticodal is the nomadic war camp of the lizard folk. They are always on the move. They are never in one spot. They they pillage, they raise, they move on. So we don't even know their current location. We know they're south. 
Okay. All right. So. So finding them isn't, it's not easy, but it's not difficult. But when it is easy, you get caught and you get killed because they have, they have like satellite camps around. So not only do you have to, it's not, you you don't just stroll up on Ansicult. You have to sneak past one of the many camps that kind of circle it to keep up security. You got to get through them. And then you got Ansa Cold to deal with. Okay, you know a lot of things. Is there anything you could maybe, I don't know, give us to help find Ansa Kotal and take it down? Save my friends? Now, why? Okay. We may be able to help you. All right, but we got to do something for us. Okay. Uh, what do you want? Well, um, what can you guys do? Kind of looks to the rest of you. I am Wild's prodigy. I can anything he can do, I can do as well. Pretty good at sneaking around. I suppose I could help out if it'll help out Alvin. I can smack things. Pretty good. At which point, the clan leader of Baharuch, who has yet to have spoken, um, kind of like she up until this point, she looked very kind of bored, like with the whole thing. Um, she kind of sits up and she's like, "Let's get this over with." So. Let me get this straight. And at this point, it's like she's talking to the whole room, not just you guys. So let me get this straight. A couple of foreigners who were on the ship with our supplies somehow miraculously survived it. And saved everyone? And saved everyone. We're going to trust them on merit alone that they had nothing to do with the sinking. And they come in here and they offer to help us. And we're just going to... What, help them? We don't know anything about these people. Why should we try? No. Oh, wait, This isn't wait. okay. I, I have one more thing that I what? need to what tell you. What? kid? What? Okay, I'm not a kid. Anyway. You're a kid to me. What do you want? Tell me. I have better things I could be doing. Well, this might be important. I don't really know. When the ship sank, there were all these guys with some weird tattoos. They were doing some crazy things. And when I was untying the... Ships to help save everyone, the safety boats, whatever you call them, I don't know. I saw some of the guys with tattoos go to the southern end of the island. You see, um, remember the clack, Praxonis kind of, so these, you saw these people, these cultists, and they, they went to the southern part of the island. They sabotaged the ship. I was, I was, uh, trying to save, unfortunately, the captain. And uh, we ended up coming face to face with him. I know I faced him upstairs and by the helm and Callie and Alvin and Siggy were fighting them in the ballroom. They sabotaged the ship and sunk it, uh, which is why we ended up saving everybody and why we're here to escort as well as to reach out to you to help out uh, the local fishing village where we were just at because they have no supplies. It's the, it was the cult of Yggdra. I know you're familiar with that cult. Yeah, we, uh, you see um, Kemetul kind of speaks up. Yeah, we, we've we've heard a rumor. We've had some scouts and, uh, say that there has been some culty looking fellas messing around with the lizard folk too, but we don't know really to what end. Um, but if they're responsible for this ship sinking and I wonder what they were doing. Um, and then Baharush speaks up again. By no means are these their names. You guys don't know their names yet, but I'm just for easy. Um, Baharush kind of... So, okay, hold up. So you, and she points to you, Alvin, you're one of those cursed rune knights, gnome people, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's me. So you, you could do that get big thing and strong. Yes. And she kind of like looks over at her fellow members. So how do we not know that it was this person, this gnome, who broke in to the hero's rest last night? We we have no idea. It could have been him. And we're just going to let him we in? Just got here this morning. How? Hey, I'm sorry. What is the hero's rest? And I... Um, Kimball Tool speaks up. Ah, uh, yes, uh, here, Heroes Rest. It's, it's where, uh, well, we, you know, when 
So 120 years ago, when the Wizard Folk were, they were united um, against us, well, they had their leader, Oyukata. And as long as they were united under him, we couldn't defeat him. It was only a matter of time. Well, we apparently we had someone looking out for us. I personally believe it was Morris. Um, but, you know, ask who you want. But your friend, Wilds, he showed up with some friends of his. Uh, we had never met him or seen him before. And I was on the front lines at the time. You know, this was back in my heyday. I was a war priest, you know. I was out there kicking butt and, you know, smiting people left and right. You know, I, you know but I used to be pretty cool, kids. I used to be pretty cool. Anyway, I was on the front lines healing people, smacking people. Crazy. I was on the front lines when I saw your friend Wilds and some of his fellow party members go into Ansicotal and they fully killed Oyukata. Well, we didn't know that at the time, but, you know, the rumors, I guess, or the news of his death spread rather rapidly and the lizard folk then just turned on each other trying to fight over who would become next in command. Well, then, to this day, they still haven't figured it out. They're still killing one another. Now, the hero's risk is our memorial to them. Because we saw five people go in, but only three came out. And after we got done clearing Ansicotal, we recovered the bodies of his fallen comrades. And we, we, we buried them here. We, no one came to recover their bodies. We didn't know their name. We still don't know their names. We, we have the bodies. We built a memorial around them. We put them in sarcophagi. Uh, and we have... Like the axe of the, the big guy, uh, who, the axe was broken. Um, we have the arrow that struck um, Oyukata down. Um, we have that. Do, do these things mean, sorry, not to cut you off. Do any of these things mean anything to us? Did we look at the note or is it only uh, Siggy that looked at the note? And No, we, she, she read it out loud. So I just kind of look over at Siggy. Arrow. Yes, I have a couple right here. Do you need one? The arrow. The yes, I I just bought fifty. I got <clears> it. Curly, let them finish. What are you guys doing? Do do I not look like I speak dwarven? Do you know how old I am? All right, hold that thought then for an hour. I can speak telepathically to Joey to see. All right, these are the arrows. Obviously, this is the arrow that is. Uh, a hint to these two wilds. I, I know it, it might be bad timing, but it kind of sounds like we need to break into this hero's rest. Why don't we do an investigation for them? We look at them, try to figure out what happened here. Yeah, yes, yeah, very well. Let's 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 see what the rest of he, what he has to say left, um, and maybe that is something we can propose. Okay, all right. So, so someone broke into your memorial. That's right. Did they take anything? Or did they just go in and go out? Um, you see, this is clearly a very sore subject. Um, and you kind of got to something very sensitive. He kind of looks around. Um, he's like, now, we're not, if I, I will tell you on one condition. You let me cast Zone of Truth, and you promise not to tell anyone other than each other and the, us here, what it is we're about to discuss. You you understand this is very, very sensitive, and if it got out, it pa panic. We're looking I to have, help. I have no issue with this. If this helps me move along and find what I'm looking for, then so be it. I will not even resist it. Okay. Um, you see, he, he reaches out one of his long, like, shaky hands, uh, and he casts Zone of Truth. So, yeah, he, he creates this 15-foot radius sphere centered on, we'll say, Cali, and all you guys are within this 15-feet radius. Um, all right, so none of you guys are going to tell, are you? We just want the information so that we can... Maybe we can even uh, look at this thing, too. Maybe we can go check out this this place. I think, we all, I think we all want to see your hero's rest, and I think that we... 
someone broke into the hero's hero's rest late last night. Um, now, they didn't really destroy anything. The, you know, it wasn't an act of vandalism. It was clearly theft, because they stole Oyukato's body. We we had him buried here to prevent, to prevent you know him from coming back and. Someone broke in, and we still have no idea how. I mean, first off, the windows are small. Like, you have to be really tiny to fit. And then the sarcophagus weighs at least a thousand pounds. Like, you'd have to be crazy powerful to be able to get this sarcophagus up and, and then take the body without anyone noticing. Like, that's insane. So you kind of see now Oyukata is the very symbol of our enemy. And if he comes back, he, the chances of him being able to take Kanmu again are too great to fathom. So you can understand where we don't want this to become public knowledge. So Hero's Rest, that's our memorial to the people who died. Um, when we found Oyukata's body... Like I mentioned earlier, we saw five people go in, but only three came out. Um, one of them was, I'm assuming, your dark elf friend, uh, Wiles. Another one was uh elven guy. Um, and then the other one was this female halfling. Uh, they all looked, they all looked pretty wounded. Um, they were in, they were definitely, they had a fight and. When we went in uh, and we found Oyukata's body, um, a Goliath was there, uh, decapitated, fully killed. Um, we assumed by Oyukata. And a uh, human female. She was also, must have been struck down in the battle against him. Well, this is something I'd be very interested in looking at. Um, I understand this is a very sacred place to you um but i do think we could be of help we do have our own selfish reasons but if that helping you helps us then i would did love ever, to did you ever meet did you ever meet the people that came to or did you just did, were, were they in and out yeah it was very strange they were they were in and out they never came to take credit for what was done. They showed up, killed their leader, and then just left. Like, that's odd, right? Like, I mean, I'm old, but that's weird, right? I think we should uh, go check out this uh, tomb. Can we do that? Would that be all right with you? Yes. Um, if, if, you're, if you're agreeing to help with our investigation, um, then yes. Then absolutely. Um, if you don't have any more questions, uh, I I suppose Lieutenant Bremen can escort you there. I do have one question. For who? Uh, dignitary of Barouche. And she she kind of like lazily look, moves her head over to you. All right, what do you want? I couldn't help but notice your very interesting stone. Um, you're talking about this? And she kind of holds her staff, um, kind of aloft. Yes, it's the Northern Eye. It's one of our prized possessions. The Northern Eye, you say? I've just never seen something so truly amazing. What does, what does it do? Well, it's said, it's said to be the fossilized eye of Morris. Um, and, you know, 120 years ago, it was stolen by those reptiles. Um, but when your friends, I suppose, came and killed Oyukata, um, we got it back. It's said to be, yes, the fossilized eye of Morris, the ancient gold dragon that this used to be a toward. And it's said that if you were to get both back, there would possibly be a way to reincarnate. But if you only have one, it's just an arcane focus. I think we're, um, I think we'd like to see your tomb now. I think that'd be 
Okay. She's, she's gonna like put her like like put her hand on Siggy's shoulder and just like. I think I think we're ready to go. All right, all right, friends, go on. If you got any more questions, or if you, you know, we just kind of sit here all day, or I do. I'm just kind of here. Like I live here. I'm old. I don't like do to. Do you get want up. to come with us? No. I, you, uh, you, oh, you gotta, okay. Can you carry me? You can carry me. I can't, but the kid can. I mean, that doesn't seem kind of. That doesn't seem right to me. I'll just, you know, what? I'm just gonna hang out here. I got some potato wedges on the way. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang this one out. You know, come by later and we'll have dinner or something. Tell me what you All guys right. find. I, I would actually quite enjoy that very well. Um, and one last thing for you to posit while I'm gone. If you ever want to join the pirate crew, uh, we are accepting. Okay. Um, just food for thought. See ya. All right. Bye. Goodbye. I love you. What? What? I, I love must you. Be here, must be here. Huh? No, Alvin. No, Alvin. Let's just go. <laughs> um, which Brimen uh, kind of stands up. He was been in that like kind of prostrated position this whole time. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, come with me. I'll take you to Hero's Rest. I think if we play our cards right, Alvin, we can definitely make that guy our dad. You can. You can never have too many of those. Right. I. I don't. I. Mine died. So. Speaking of dads, actually, um, I'm not sure if. Do you know anything about the crew that Wilds traveled with? No, uh, I'm I'm not familiar. This was also a long time ago before they said 120 years ago. I'm this is almost 100 years before my time. So Wilds has never mentioned any of this to me. Right. No, of course. That's fine. I have gifts for us. Yes. And I I hand Siggy the Iron Rose part that fell off, and then I hand Callie the uh, compass part that uh, they're still intact, but they're split from each other. Um, and then I give Tanakh the rapier. Thank you. This, uh, this does mean That's a lot great, to them. me. I, I feel a little bit no, fuller. You. I accidentally broke it. Thank you. No, um, I don't I don't know that you did. Why don't you... Uh... Hold on to this rapier for now. Uh. Should now that it's free, should we? I, I I don't know if this is the best time, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to inspect the the rapier now that we can see it whole. When you open the coat of arms, well, now that it is opened, um, on the what is now the what would be the inside, you could tell that like on one side of the coat of arms is what probably used to be hinges before it like fully broke. So this thing was meant to be opened. Um inside wood burned in into it is a list. Um and the wood burning is very similar to the style of the compass symbol. Um so you can assume the same person probably did it. Um you see five names. Um, you see the top one, Wilds. The second one, Uthol. The third, the sorry, that was yeah, that was second. Um, the third one, you see um, uh, Servant, and then um, fourth, Niri. N i n r n i r i. And the fifth one is arrow with one R. Well, that um, that explains a couple of things. And she's Alvin. she's getting like she's teary eyed. Alvin's looking at it and nodding. Doesn't know what's going on at all. Is everything okay? I'm a very long way from home. Yeah, yeah, but you looked at that list and you started getting very emotional. The only time I've ever seen somebody get this emotional is when Siggy saw a bag of gold. The symbol that's carved is um the same as this one. Because it's my dad's. Your dad was part of Siggy's captain's crew? And she taps the last name on the list and nods. Siggy, do you, did you know this? No, like I said, this is this is well before my time, but I'm, I'm not familiar with any of these people. It seems like, yes, there are only answers inside this. Let's go in. Um, Berman leads you, um, kind of, it's kind of a maze, um, walks down city streets, and eventually you get to a building... Um, where it's almost more of like a shrine, um, where it's almost like a, almost think of like a, a, a gazebo of sorts, but with like, with more better walls, not just railings. Um, and you guys walk in and it's a pretty large 
building. I would say probably like 30 feet by 20 feet. And when you walk in, there are kind of making this U-shaped formation are three sarcophagi. Um, And as you pull up, there are guards posted outside, like clearly here standing for a reason. Um, Lieutenant Bremen shows up. Um, Yes, we, we were, we were, Kind of, we were tasked by the council. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing these adventurers in. They're helping with the investigation. Um, they let you guys pass, and you guys walk in. And go ahead, everyone, give me perception checks. Can I do an investigation check? Yes, yes, that you know, for which whatever is better for either of you, any of you, you can use that. Sixteen, twenty-one, twenty-two, uh, dirty twenty. So you guys look in this room. It's like. The opposite wall, it makes like a U-shaped formation of these large stone like sarcophagi. Um, the one on the left is undisturbed, so is the one on the right. The one directly in front of you um, clearly been opened. Um, the lid has been not just like pushed off, like looks like it's been picked up, shattered, and then thrown. The amount of force and strength someone would need to do that is pretty pretty astounding so when you when you see that it's like whoa um one thing you guys notice though is that other than like maybe someone could have done arcane means to pick up this sarcophagi lid and crush it um that's the only thing that makes sense to you um right off the bat because the sheer size of the beast needed to move this wouldn't be able to fit through the doorway here Whatever fit through the doorway to do this would have to be, you know, a normal person. Um, and you guys see that the sarcophagi has been completely, it's like looted. Whatever was in there was taken out. Clearly a body of some sorts. Um, so you get this like foul smell of kind of death. And then as you guys look up, it's almost like a small skylight that lets in um, the stars and the moonlight. Um, one of the windows is open. And the window is small, um, like maybe only a gnome or a halfling would probably fit through. Is there a way to get up to that window? Oh, oh sorry, there is a rope that's dangling from it. Like so, someone, someone like. So we're still down. looking at the crime scene. Like yes. everything is as it was. Uh, is there anything we notice about the sarcophagi that hasn't been opened? Um, they are unnamed. Uh, there are, there's no kind of like way to name or to know who the person people are, but you do see, um, do any of you speak Draconic or read Draconic? Is there any thieves can't on it? No. Damn. In a foreign language that you guys cannot understand, um, are, it looks like just a single word on either one. Um. Can I do stone cunning? Sure, uh, go ahead and read me the language of that. Uh, it says, whenever you make an intelligence history check related to the origin of stonework, you're considered proficient in history skill and add double to your proficiency check for the bonus. So, I didn't know if I'd be able to find out anything through that. I guess just give me a history check. You won't be able to decipher the language, but you'll maybe pick up. <laughs> so, this stone, the stone here looks like it's been, it's been here for probably 120 years. Um, which brings to mind that these are probably the two sarcophagi of the Goliath and the female human who were found dead, killed by Oyukata's hand. Um, so that's probably who these sarcophagi are, um, thus the heroes rest. Um, and above them, above the larger of the sarcophagi is uh, an axe that's been broken at the hilt. And then above the female human sarcophagi, is a small glass display case with uh, an arrow in it, a wooden arrow. Um, that might be a hint. <laughs> um, I understand this is sensitive. Um, I, I guess with your permission, I would would I be able to inspect this arrow a little closer? If, if it helps with the criminal investigation, I I suppose it'd be all right. Yes. Um, he goes he goes and unlocks it and. He like very he he puts he has gauntlets on, very like carefully grabs underneath the arrow and pulls it out, just 
Try not to break it. It is kind of an artifact. I show the most uh, utmost respect for this. Um, and then, I guess, can I do some kind of investigation check on it? Oh uh, yeah, give me a history, investigation, or perception. Okay. Um, um, you could tell that this arrow is very, like, masterfully crafted. Um, the shaft of it, um, is, is one, one type of wood. Um, the feathers seem to be that of a rare bird of some kind, like a bird of prey. Um, you can't, you don't know which one, but these are rare feathers. Um, and... The arrowhead is not stone or metal. It is also wood. Um, and it is... It looks like when it was made, it was made with a different kind of wood, like a harder wood, something heavier, um, to kind of give that balance that it needs to fly through the air. And it's splintered. Um, and it looks like this was intentional. It looks like this... The arrowhead was splintered intentionally kind of like for maximum damage um and that there are old blood stains all along it i i'm going to share this information with everybody i i i don't know if this is helpful it's a cool arrow but um thoughts um where was this arrow found this was found in the back of oyukata right between his shoulder blades where was his body struck at like, where, where, where did he die? Where did he die? Ansicolo. It's far south. We need to go there. But, um, Ansicolo, it's a moving city. Okay. I don't think... The riddle where, where, where the eastern the... arrow struck the western serpent. where he was struck, not where he died, though. Where was the city when he died? Where was the camp? Well, we, uh, I mean, I could, it'll be dangerous, but, um, it's all, it was almost on the very southern end of the continent, or island, rather. Meta question. So when when there was this battle, did it happen in Ansicotal? Like, that's where he initially got shot with the arrow? Mm Mm-hmm. He okay. died in Ansicotal, but Ansicotal is a moving camp. Right. Although I think you're onto something, Mikey, where it's not the location. I, I, I there's a reason that they they stole this dude back. Right. And that sounds magical to me. And I don't know that it's the right answer, but a magical door inside of somebody sounds very D and D. My my only other thought. This is also the assumption that this arrow is the eastern arrow. Well, not it's not just so it's the whole the western it's the western serpent thing because I don't know that we heard anything so like the northern eye so it's the western arrow struck the western serpent you'll find it's the, the door it's it's where the eastern arrow struck the western serpent you will find the and it's the northern eye stolen back from the southern raider the southern raider is the lizard folk we've said that because she literally said it's the northern eye they had it we got it back um the only other serpent obviously is the dragon which is my other thing but at the same time like i think we should have dinner with what's his name and i think we should casually try and see if we can get him to reference what happened to morris because the whole thing about the northern eye is that you can bring back morris so i'm wondering if they're thinking that like i don't know I don't know what the whole thing with his body is. Um, regardless, we need to. Regardless, we need to go to Ansicotal because it seems like a lot of things are pointing to Ansicotal. Yeah, no, I absolutely. So I absolutely. To clarify, I absolutely think we should go to Ansicotal. One to see Mikey's people because it's obviously it's pretty blatant that one of the people who volunteered. I think that we should go up on the roof, and I think we should check if there's anything on the roof, and then I think we should try and have dinner with that guy and kind of casually see if we can ask anything about Moraz, if we can ask anything about the Northern Eye, if we can, you know what I mean? Before we leave, we should investigate the axe and- I Yeah, I think, I think, I think that we need to finish investigating where we're at. I would like to, can I get up on the roof plausibly? 
because the like there's a there's a a rope going out there. Can I plausibly get up on the roof and kind of poke around? Yeah, I think so. While she's doing that, I'm going to investigate the uh, the axe and all that stuff. So, and can I just can I just look around to see if there was there would be anything that would make me think a gnome from Hillhaven has been here? Go ahead, give an investigation check. Um, those of you who are investigating stuff, and then let me know what you're investigating. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. We both got a nat twenty. Would we be allowed to open these other sarcophagus if physically capable? I would ask the elders that, but that might be a stretch, unfortunately. Very well. I, I'm not trying to cross any, like, step over anything. I, thank, thank you for asking. Um, it can't hurt to ask, though. I, I will bring it up at, at the dinner party. I appreciate this. Um, so, Mikey, you got a net twine? You've seen this work before. This is, this, not only, um, like, it's hard. I know it's kind of weird to be like, oh, I've seen the work of someone throwing a sarcophagi. But you you know someone who would almost with like an o with an almost ocd like fervor when picks when picking something up had the felt the need to kind of like crush it afterward was tana so this is tana was here and she got into the sarcophagus um what are you investigating steve uh the axe okay so you look at the axe it's clearly an old axe um it looks like it has like goat hide leather wrappings around it. Um, and it looks like the axe does have blood stains on it. Um, but it's like broken off at the top of the axe where it looks like someone s- s- like smashed it into something so hard that it literally broke it. Um, on the, what was, and I'm sorry, what did, what, what did you get? 24. 24. On the pommel of it, on the very bottom of it, um, almost, like they were trying to hide it with the leather wrappings, but it came undone. Is the symbol of the Curtain Society. Uh, I'm going to dispense this information to everybody. Uh, it's a Curtain Society all over again. Before we have this dinner, I, I think we really need to, the four of us, take a side, step aside. We have a lot to talk about. I agree. Um, Kelly, you're on the roof. Go ahead. Uh, give me an investigation check, if you like. Or did you I did. It? it was a natural twenty. Natural twenty. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> You're good. Alvin and I were just celebrating on the side. Um, on the on the window, the window itself is not broken, um, and it looks like whoever snuck in here went through a great amount of care to not break anything because it's simply a grappling hook with the rope going into kind of into this room. However. On the window latch, um, is looks like a ripped piece of clothing. Like it caught, like whoever got it, whoever entered here, uh, it kind of caught some of their clothing and it ripped. Um, and you see the remains of what looks to be like a green dress, probably, um, just based off the fabric, um, and some of like just how it's made. Probably a green dress. Okay, I'm going to take that and I'm going to come back in and show everyone that I found that on the roof. And then I imagine I will see the Curtain Society thing kind of at that time. That's a piece of Tana's dress, Alvin. There's a reason green was my favorite color. It's a good one to have. Alvin, do you want to... Do you want to keep it? Right, yeah, if I could have that, I'd very much appreciate it. All right, I will hand that off to you. So are we just sitting here talking to each other then about everything? I feel like maybe we should go somewhere private. Um, yeah, Brimit will be like, um, well, if that's it for what you guys have here, um, I'll escort you back and talk on the way what have you. Okay. Um, he starts, he leads the way back towards the uh, government building. It's on you. Um, it seems like a lot has happened. Um, I, obviously, the Northern Eye, I don't know, I, I'm fairly certain I have the other. Um, I, I guess uh, Alvin and Tanakh haven't seen it. So I, I'm going to reach in and pull it out and show him. It's the exact same. I have shown Callie this already. The when we when we both looked at it, it looked back at us. So I'm fairly certain this is the other eye. The question is, do we share this information with them, 
do we try to take the eye, the other half of the eye ourselves? I don't see that being beneficial. No, but what does this eye do? That's why I'm saying just shut it, put it away for right now. I put it back in my... I I don't know. I mean, if what they say is true, then it sounds like it is pretty powerful. But I don't know if I can trust them to give it to them yet. Well, I think the avatars need it more than we do. We're not going to tell them about it right now. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying I don't think we should keep it in the end. I mean, this whole place was named after the dragon. The dragon was their protector because it saw the likeness of itself in their people. He might have a point. In the end, I don't disagree, but I don't know that showing up with that will be... it, was Welcome. it just me? I'm not sure. Or did the representative from Bararush kind of give you, you know, sketchy vibes? Was that just me? Hostile vibes, maybe? I'm not sure that sketchy is the right... Hostile. Hmm. I'm sure I'm sure that she was hostile. I think maybe when we get dinner, this is something we can pry more. It's going to feel. I agree. Um, Alvin, I, when, I couldn't help but notice the, the green dress. Is that something of significance? Oh, right. Uh, yeah, the gnome that broke in there. That's uh, Tana, the one that made me this uh, notebook. By the way, you two need to sign this. Okay. Oh, it's the um, list. Yeah. Um, I reluctantly sign it. <laughs> but it's clearly a fake name. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, you, you do. when you open it, you see that um, before Callie, Tana was the only name in there. And this dress does belong to Tana. She... She's the gnome that uh, did everything in there. Who's Tana? Well, uh, she was one of the rune knights with me. She was one of my best friends. Everybody used to bully me when I was part of the ranks, and she would always cheer me up, and she would hit the other ones that were being mean to me, and it, w- it would make me laugh. Um, She was honestly the nicest person I've ever met in my life, other than my mom. Does it seem like something she would normally do? Nope, absolutely not. It's got to be the curse. What happens besides you want to come to this island? Well, to be fair, we don't know much after that because they come to the island, so they disappear. They're not in Hillhaven anymore. Have you had any urges to come to this island other than the fact that you were told to come here? Mm, I don't think so. Would I have, TK? Not yet, no. <laughs> and if I do, I'm already here. But nope, I haven't had any of those urges. Like I said, too smart, mind too fortified. I kind of give like uh, Siggy a sketchy look, and then all right. Is this something maybe we keep an eye on? Um, but another sign of the cats in society. Kelly, do you think this means your father was? I think it's pretty much confirmed that these these five were part of the curtain society right i'm i'm not sure how else you could interpret something like that so i mean we we found the signs of wilds and your symbol back at the other place marked with the curtain society and that axe. The axe right do i know anything about the curtain society really at all other than the very basic things that we've heard do very i basics. like have like now that i now that i'm thinking about like in relation to my father do I know anything about, like, his sort of history with adventuring or anything like that? Like, anything that... It's weird, like, there's curtain society symbols all over your house, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, um, even, like even stuff that, like, if, if he told a story that was just about, like, oh, adventuring in general, and, like, all of a sudden I'm like, wait a dang minute. He did tell you stories about the curtain society, but never... When he told you this, looking back, it, he was never so... He never told them so comfortably like he was telling them from personal experience to you they always felt like stories he went to great lengths to seems like hide his involvement i say we get a feel for dinner we get a feel maybe ask a few questions casually and then uh decide from there what we can tell them we did an investigation it looks like it was a break-in we're not going to say who it was out of respect for alvin thank you no worries, buddy. But we're gonna go find her. We're not just gonna. Yeah. We're not gonna leave her out there. I think this is uh, this is a little more than I think we originally expected to get into. So let's get a feel for dinner, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um. So, uh, Lieutenant Brimman leads you guys back to the government building, 
um, which is like the House of Elders. Um, you guys walk in. He leads you the same way. You see that there's guards on duty, everything walking. Um, when you guys enter these kind of this kind of like court area, um, you do see that it is only um, the clan leader of Clan Kemetul here, and he he is sitting there, kind of rocking back and forth, uh, just kind of hanging out. Um, Baharush and Prexonus are not there, and that is the end of this session. Thank you for listening to this week's episode brought to you by the Eldritch Foundry, the go-to custom miniature company. As always, please like, subscribe, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Audible or Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod and on Twitter at NerdDNAPod and on Twitch at NerdDNAPodcasts.